Greetings, Minecrafters, and welcome to another, hopefully, insightful discussion on uh, another Minecraft discussion on all things well-being. My name is Kimberly Quinn, and I am thrilled to have a chat today with you about, you know, when is enough enough? And I'm talking about um, living by knowing when to stop, living by knowing when to stop and evaluating our lives, because it's amazing when we actually take a good look at what's important to us, things change. And, and of course, we know, you know, and Wayne Dyer talks about this a lot, when we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. And that's kind of what we're talking about here, only with a splash of evaluation, evaluation of what we truly value the most in our lives. And, of course, Wayne Dyer is one of my, one of my great teachers. I listen to several of them every single day. And then I've got like, I've got like a, a list, you know, of top and then next and next. And they're all really very good. But Wayne Dyer also is the author of Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life. And he, it's about the wisdom of the Tao. And so um, I just love this, knowing when to stop, because it seems like we're typically full throttle go. You know, it's kind of the, the opposite. And so um, Wayne starts out by saying the 44th verse of the Tao tells you that changing the way you prioritize your life ensures a fruitful one. He says, I call it enough is enough section of the Tao Te Ching. When you update your view of the most important things in your life, the world around you is going to seem very different. Lao Tzu is urging you to look into your heart and examine what is truly important. You know, and, and this may sound silly, you know, because we go day to day, you know, kind of doing what we're doing, but to actually sit down and even to write it down, because there's so much power in the word. And when we're when we sort of, you know, I don't like the word force, let's say encourage ourselves, strongly encourage ourselves to sit down and actually write and keep it private, right? Because if we're truly honest with ourselves, often what where we are putting the most life minutes is really not that important. And we don't often realize that until we put it in writing. And there are, of course, reasons for this. There's, you know, we have anxiety and stress and, and which are different and depression. And we have um, we have just plain old excitement and we have autopilot. Autopilot is just the number one thief of our valuable life minutes. And if we don't stop to make a conscious effort to, to, to really thoroughly examine where the majority of our life minutes are going, they're going straight down the rabbit hole. And that is the truth. And, you know, Wayne, uh, just like many, just like many of the other great thinkers talks about, you know, our main mission really, you know, being connecting with the divine force that connects us all. I mean, any of the great thinkers that I read about talk about this. I mean, they all do. Wayne and of course my beloved Oprah and uh, Eckhart Tolle and Dr. Jakes. And there's just so many of them um, who talk about this. So the essential getting to know the divine in me, the divine in you that connects all of us, main mission. And then part, what feeds into that uh, essential, getting to know your essential self, getting to know your, the truest, you know, highest version of yourself, knowing, Wayne says, knowing when to stop is part of this path that leads you to your most, you know, your highest version of yourself. He says, where the need for fame and possessions is non-existent. You see, it's not the things or even a desire for recognition that keeps you from a living connection with the Tao. It's your attachment to them that gets in the way. We've been talking a lot about attachment and um, 
attachment happiness. And the thing is, that's all fleeting. If we're attached to things, we're attached to situations, even attached to people. I don't mean that in a, because remember, love and attachment are not the same and actually opposite, right? Because love is freeing. We can even detach with love. And my example in the last episode that we did was occasionally, you know, we have, we have parents who have maybe a young adult raised well, you know, was lived, maybe lived in a very loving, kind home financially secure and all that stuff. And they go down the path of addiction. Well, you can get to a point where you can't keep giving money and rescuing and saving. And you have to let him or her or them bottom out and get into, you know, a a rehab where they, where they need to be, you know, kind of thing. That's a a situation of detaching with love. You love them so much that you have to, you have to detach. Like that's just an example. So attachment, um, Attachment to to things and situations and whatever is what can really gets in the way and actually causes us suffering. It's also very Buddhist, you know. It just it gets in the way um, and causes us discomfort and, and misery when we're attached. And I really like what Wayne has to say next. He says, "So shift the importance you place on success or belongings, which has obscured your connect- connectedness to the Tao." <clears throat> the Tao. Begin to note the senselessness of demanding more, exhausting yourself in pursuit of what keeps you trapped in a vicious cycle of striving and never arriving. I love how he says that, striving and never arriving, or trying to find fulfillment. It, he says, this verse implores you to know when to stop. This also, you know, leads me right into, you know, the dis-ease, the dis-ease of wanting that is so prevalent, at least here in the States, it's so prevalent. And I like how, how Wayne says it, you know, we're we're just in this striving mode, like hamster wheel, never actually arriving at whatever it is that, that we're, you know, chasing. And honestly, I think we're surrounded by this every day. If you really listen, sometimes it's on a, a subtle level, you know, good people. And on a subtle level, you know, though, just with the mindset of, you know, just the, that continued reach. And uh, Wayne says, he says, I'm sure you can easily see people in your environment who spend their entire lives seeking more of everything, more possessions, money, recognition, awards, friends, places to go, substances, food, you name it. He says, and if you live with the same philosophy, you've signed up for a life of frustration and dissatisfaction. Because the search itself becomes your jailer. Wow. When I read that uh, a while ago, I thought that is so spot on accurate. And just remember that the ego is the evil twin of the authentic self. So the ego is one that needs all the kudos and appreciation. And, you know, it's constantly trying to fill itself up with all this stuff. It's also important to know, remember we said, um, like, because you might be thinking, ooh, well, I'm not going to be, you know, sitting in a cave, palms up with a candle eating yogurt, you know, what about for us regular people, you know, instead of talking about being a Zen monk or something, I am talking about regular people actually. And this mindset is a jailer. It's it's pushing happiness over the cognitive horizon. It's, you know, constantly, you know, we get that one chocolate chip cookie and reach for our next one. And it's just, it's constant. So here's the thing. Remember when we talk about the authentic self and living inside our frames and talking about, you know, the external approval and the needs, all the needs are outside, can be outside of us. The authentic self, we can still 
you know, achieve, receive awards, receive kudos for this and that. The difference is we're not looking for it. It's of course it feels good to hear compliments and it feels good to get awards. You know, I just got one last week. It felt great. I had no idea it was coming. It was about the culture of well-being at Champlain. I had no, absolutely no idea it was coming. And it was just a wave of, of loveliness just warmed over me, surrounded by colleagues and clapping. It was amazing. The difference is when we're living inside our frames, you know, it feels good, of course, but we're okay without it. We're okay with or without it. We're the same inside the frame versus, as Wayne says, this constant hamster wheel of striving. Striving is just, um, it's just this constant dissatisfied place. And when we live in our frame with our authentic selves and feeling whole and complete, we can accomplish all this stuff without the discomfort part. So what we're talking about is mindset and there are different, you know, different labels for mindset work of Carol Dweck growth versus fixed mindset. There's just a general mindset of gratitude, which is huge. And mindset is absolutely everything. So uh, again, when we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. That is what we're talking about. And we are the captains of the ship. You know, we've the artists of that canvas. We can shape our lives any way we want to. And so um, Wayne continues to say, it's easy to see then why Lao Tzu advises you that what you gain is far more trouble than what you lose. When you prioritize your life, you find that love and a feeling of abundance are not only what you desire, but these two principles are instantly available because, you, because you've changed the way you look at the world. From this new perspective, you'll feel totally loved and wealthy in all ways. Oh my God, truth right there. So we're talking about you know the thrill of the chase, really. I don't know if you've ever met anybody like this, but I, I have. I've met people sometimes who... You know, like when they're dating or when they're in the pursuit and they've got a huge, they're, they're crushing on somebody and they really like somebody, they are in, in this, when they're in the chase, they're thrilled. They're like a top tier, you know, seemingly happiness and satisfaction when they actually, land, you know, actually catch that person. Often they're not as happy. And that always, when I, when I meet people like that, I'm always just, that always just kind of amazed me. And um, as so Wayne says, if the chase is wearing out your health, stop. If the chase, things or situations, whatever, if the chase is wreaking havoc on your relationships, stop. If the chase is exhausting you, stop. If the chase is keeping you from enjoying your life, oh, that's huge. Stop. When you know when when you know when to cease and desist, you're protected from all those all those perils. And you'll enjoy long, a long and connected existence with being connected to the Tao or the or divinity, the, the divine, the universe, the divinity that connects us all. And here's another thing, you know, just like anything else in life, we've talked about this, what we practice, we inevitably get better at. It doesn't matter what it is, whether it's playing the violin, learning Italian, robbing banks, whatever. If we put enough time and energy, enough of, pour enough of our life minutes into something, we will get better at it. And Wayne says, you know, we can practice knowing when to stop. We can practice letting go of attachments. You know, here you go. You can have it kind of thing. You know, just letting go. And he says, alert yourself to recognizing when it's a good time to stop demanding, chasing, talking, walking, working, sleeping, playing, shopping, complaining, striving, and so on. By practicing cessation, You'll move into prioritizing what's important in your life in that moment. And he brings the mindfulness piece in it, which is so 
important in general to just be here now, be present now. And then he asked, is your business doing well? Let it stop growing. Is your stomach full? Quit eating right now. Do you have enough money saved? Give some of it away without taking deductions or asking for credit for your generosity. The more you're attached to needing and wanting and, and possessing, the more you lose in your relationship to the da, 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 sorry, to the Tao. It's hard for me to say because it's a T, but you pronounce it like a D. Tao. Uh, but when you know the time to stop, you say goodbye to the troubles that accrue for those who sacrifice arriving for a lifetime of striving. Sacrifice arriving for a lifetime of striving. No, thank you. And even just in a materialistic sense, you know, if if somebody walks in and says, oh, gee, I really like, well, I really like that, you know, see if you can part with it. You know, yeah, I really like it too, but you can say that in your head so they don't feel badly. Say, you know what? I'd really like you to have that and, and check out the good feeling that comes from that. And even in a, you know, the detaching and letting go thing it also leads to the whole feng shui decluttering principle because clutter on the inside causes clutter on the outside and the reverse clutter on the outside causes clutter on the inside. We can just, the fewer attachments we have, the happier and freer we are because we're not trapped in this striving. It frees up our minds and brings inner peace. And then we'll just um, wind up with a, a personal task to see, uh, for all of us to try today, just, you know, um, I'm a big fan of baby steps, you know, just, just take little bites, like snack size Halloween pieces. And so, so with some examples, so Wayne gives us some examples to try this out today to practice knowing when to stop. Okay. And he says, pick an area of your life to practice releasing an attachment by deciding when to stop. For example, plan to leave 10 minutes before you think you're done at the grocery store or refrain from buying anything else that's not on your list. That's what I'm going to try. That is mine that right there. That's I'm a definite last minute, you know. Yeah, that's me. Okay, so another one. At work, restrain yourself from getting another cup of coffee or writing one more personal email. In a relationship, don't say anything else in a discussion that's going nowhere. And these are all examples of, of, of less is more, which is what we're talking about, right? Less is more. So... That's it. This is Kimberly Quinn signing off from the beautiful northern Vermont. Have a mindful day. Mm-hmm.